In a land of D's nuts jokes and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons in a Funeral. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 3 of Merlin. Goblin, D's nuts, gold! My name is Nick. Joining me today are Charlie and David. I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. How dare you make a pun name <laughs> title? That's my job. <laughs> you absolute fiend. And now I can't name this episode that. Now it has to be a different joke. <laughs> You should have said the destiny of a mediocre ball sack rests on the shoulders. Oh, oh, rest between the legs of three dudes. (laughs) My ball sack's not mediocre. (laughs) Are you sure? Have you compared it to many other ball sacks? Do you know? It's a good point, actually. Don't know. (laughs) What is your range of comparison for ball sacks specifically? What kind of I comparison are we discussing one. as well? Like, does it yeah, do really do in-person like, comparison? Is this just we, like looking up others and then comparing to your own? I think doing it would like, be better than Gavin's from Rooster Teeth, right? Because he still has that staple in his. He's only got one ball in there, too. Yeah. Uh, are we doing like taste, texture, size? All, all of the above. Because I don't <laughs> know the taste of my own ball sack. I, I couldn't know. I don't know how, like, I'm not flexible. <laughs> no, I still got all my ribs. Even without my ribs, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> no, I could barely bend down to touch my toes. I I can't touch my toes. My I've never been fucked. able to touch my toes. Yeah, Charlie has to be careful. His back's fucked, and his knee will just pop out. <laughs> and knowing my luck, I'll like dislocate my <laughs> wrist or something. Yeah, pinky will get dislocated. <laughs> Charlie will bend down, have an asthma attack, and dislocate three joints. (laughs) Fearing bodily injury again. Oh, it's going to be great. Make sure you bring your inhaler, my dude. I need to go get, like, my rescue um, prescription renewed. Because that's supposed to be, like, my preventative. Are you excited for your fiancé to be able to drive you to the hospital this time, Charlie? Oh, yeah. No, well, she'll have to be in the Uber with me. She drove us last time he dislocated his knee. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Actually, I guess I, I guess I'd probably just be the one driving you over to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'll be it sober. was great last time where I just <laughs> called her. And she was like, "Hey, how's the party?" Yeah, I dislocated my pinky. <laughs> oh, uh, fun times. Loose fun joints, times. floating joints. That's the problem. You mean your guys' fingers don't curve up when you point them? No, like my elbows are double jointed though, and I've been told it's horrific to look at. It's really <laughs> weird how you'll stretch and your the inside of your elbows will touch. Yeah, I can do I can do some weird things with my shoulders, but that's all I got. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So yes, yeah. uh, I guess we yes. should get into the podcast a little more. Yeah. What what have, what have you what have you been doing, David? Sounds all like right. you've been doing something yes. exciting. So uh, about uh, so both of you know about my long struggle with canker sores, right? Yes. And how my life has been plagued with canker sores about maybe one every other week of my entire life. I've had a canker sore. Last yes. month, I started taking vitamin B12 pills, and I haven't had a canker sore since. My God. Ooh. And I've are like we, are we bit my take mouth. Your vitamin kids. I've like bit my mouth and like really hard, or like bit my tongue before. That was like, oh, that's gonna make canker sore immediately. Like a hundred percent, like the next day, and it was literally nothing. Not it just healed normally, and I was like, "Fuck, have I been vitamin deficient my entire life?" David, are you saying that vitamin B twelve is a cure for herpes? Uh, vitamin B twelve is a cure for canker sores, which isn't a herpes. 
Because it's not a virus. Were a form of herpes. Cold sores are. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Cold sores are in a herpes red virus. Blood cell formation, cell metabolism, nerve function, and yeah. the production of DNA. Hey, David, maybe you should just get some blood work done just to like double check everything's in range. I, no, I got blood work done my last annual checkup, which was like two, three years ago, and I've been having this canker sore problem since like I was a child. So like, definitely, it's I don't know. Probably just a little B12 deficient, but... Thank God you're not, like, hawking, like, essential oil solved your problem. I think I would have to stop talking to you. No, no, just honestly, vitamin B12. Like, full-on just a vitamin. <laughs> like, it's not, like, re real... Buy re a real vitamin. Like, a real... <laughs> this is not snake oil. This a is an actual... A known quantity thing. Yes, from a le legitimate brand of vitamins as well. <laughs> like... Uh. I mean, that's good to hear. It, I mean, I'll miss you, like, awkwardly talking around the 15 that you had the one time. You, what do you mean, all the time? You mean, <laughs> there are so many episodes of this podcast where I've gone, all right, guys, I have a canker sore. <laughs> like, it's going to be a little wonky. Yeah, and I'm going to miss that every single time. Uh, I'm not. Canker sores fucking suck. Well done, David. The I'm, glad you've, I'm glad you've solved it. That's what I recommend as well. If you have canker sores, take vitamin B12. Inject vitamin B12. Directly oh, don't don't into do that. Don't do that. Orally ingest vitamin B12 <laughs> supplements from a, a you, you licensed heard, you brand. Heard, Free, you heard please. it here for, first, folks. Uh, orally ingest those needles full of vitamin B12. It is a single pill. Just your daily, your daily recommended amount. Do not take more. Do not inject it. Talk to your doctor, please, for God's sake. <laughs> I wouldn't be Early. as terrified if it wasn't for the people injecting goddamn soap. <laughs> yeah. The bleach cleans hey, No medical out. advice. No, no, no advice has ever been given on this podcast. Opinions have. No advice has ever been given, though. <laughs> and those opinions should... should never be taken seriously unless we're talking about our views on the Republican government in the United States. And I mean... the conservative governments in Canada. And also Elon Musk, I guess, because fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, no, like, use, I guess just use common sense. No, no, no There's no, 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 no such no. thing, no, no, Charlie. No. The, no, the no, era no, no, no. of saying use common sense died when Trump got elected. Like, <laughs> once, once, once again, no, nothing that has ever been expressed on this podcast is advice. It is only ever opinions. <laughs> just, we just leave it at that. Oh, man. I saw someone post a picture on the, like, it was, I forget what subreddit it was, but it was like, oh, they say to trust the experts. And it was the, it was the um, woman who made that really big 10 company scam. And then it was oh, the yeah. CEO of FTX. And I'm like, those aren't experts. Those are scam artists. Like, ah. it had some heavy anti-vax energy. And I, I mean, like, real maybe, maybe we need to understand that CEOs of companies aren't actually experts to or provide like of, any of valuable labor to their companies for the most part once you get past a certain size ceos are mostly just figureheads um like heavily they, they tax probably... the rich <laughs> uh. you can fix a lot of problems with money and so if you take that money from people who have too much money and spend it on a national scale your country gets better listen i'm fine with them being millionaires just we don't need any billionaires is my thought like you're welcome to have 999 million dollars that's fine <laughs> no you can have you can have one billionaire 
If there are more than one billionaire, they must fight to the death. <laughs> they have to prove and, that they're but like, you the can't, most valuable. You, you can't have proxies or anything, nothing like that. It has to be a legitimate bare-knuckle fist fight to the death. Exciting. Yeah, are... I, I would assume that they have to, right? It's not like you can choose to donate the money. It's like once you cross over that billionaire value, the death match starts. Yeah, yeah. No, it, actually, it's not even like a... It, you it's remember Running second, Man? The second it ticks over, it's like, all right, you have 24 hours. Otherwise, you both get killed. No, no, no. Remember Running Man? I actually like never seen Arnold... Running Man. So Running Man's Neither entire thing, it was a Stephen King novel, I think. Um, and it was it was kind of like American Gladiators meets dystopia. So if you're a criminal, you get thrown on the show and you have to survive for X amount of hours while these American Gladiator style people are hunting you down to kill you. Yeah. I, and Running Man had like other themes going on throughout it. But I want that where it's you have the defending billionaire. And because he's the defending billionaire, he gets the little bit of an advantage of Okay, he's scoping out who's going to be the next billionaire. And as soon as it goes off, there's a camera crew following him as he plans to beat the other billionaire to death. And it, it's suddenly 24-7 news of, find, of him tracking him down. Because, like, what if you get, like, a Chinese billionaire against, like, a Russian billionaire? And they got to find each other as well? Yeah. And uh, it, wait, other, it just becomes question. like a man other question. What happens of What happens to the fortunes of the now dead? Like deceased billionaire. Um, does it, they, does it deceased, go to the winner? Um, no, at a heavily taxed rate. It's gotta go. It's gotta still be incentive for them to try. Like it's gotta go to like the government of the winner or something. No, like they can keep half of it. The other half goes to the government. But then they're still they're still incredibly rich. Yeah, but they had to kill someone to do it, and eventually that weighs down on them. And no, they can get doesn't. out of this. Billionaires and... already kill for their wealth. <laughs> but they have How to do, do you it think personally. They got there. That's fair. Uh, I, I was going to say, like, like they to, could get would, out of it. I would it. also like to point out that um, if, you're, if you're giving half of this to the government of the country of that billionaire or whatever, whatever government that billionaire pays taxes towards. Or like um, a global charity there's, there's or gonna something. Be, there's going to be some horrifying, like, the government is just, like, attached to whoever's their billionaire or the closest to their billionaire. Because... If their billionaire kills another one, they're getting like an additional five hundred million dollars. The thing like, that annoys start... me the most about oligarchs is that they try to pretend like they're not in charge. So getting that out in the open would actually make me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, you already technically control the entire country with your wealth. Just make yourself the leader as well. Just make that open. Make that out there. All right, but then we can also take this a step further and use those billions of dollars to make giant robot mech suits, and then each country can fight each other, and oh god, I've just made, like, one of the Neon Genesis, maybe. No, nope, one of the Gundams. Yeah, one of the Gundams. Yeah, all I'm, all I'm going to say is, is if, like, a country's kind of running a little bit low on funds, they could, like, make one of their citizens, like, make their, their like, best fighter, like a, like a, like... You know, they train someone up in the army. No, there, um, there's like a governing committee. A no, 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 there's, I, there's a I governing like committee. I like idea more because now I'm imagining <laughs> this movie that where governments like run out of money and they're like, all right, guys, if we collect a dollar from all of our citizens or like we collect money from all of our citizens and put them into like our, our fucking hero who's like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. 
Like I'm just I'm just imagining this, but then one of the billionaires goes rogue, and as soon as he gets the billion dollars, is like, actually, I'm with this country. Um, and like that. I don't think they could defect. It would have to go to the country that they're affiliated with at the fair, start of the fair, match fair enough, game. But but like I'm just I'm just imagining like oh man, you know like fucking like france is running low on, on funds right now um like we can see that they're amassing about 900 million dollars uh they're, they're almost there to creating their new billionaire to take on the one with 50 billion dollars because he's been undefeated <laughs> for so long david are we gonna make this movie <laughs> we gotta make this in figure slayers <laughs> as well what would we gotta this pitch one be? figure slayers on the podcast one day no, we can't. It's too good of idea, an idea. We need to keep that secret. We don't want someone stealing it. We've already pitched so many other good ideas. On this. I'll never give up for your slayers. Have we? Yeah, there was that one. Uh, MOBA, there was the like... cryptocurrency where if you mail, if you send us the crypto, we'll mail you a dollar. There was also the um, like team-based MOBA mixed with an RTS that seemed interesting that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Where it was like that. every that was fun, yeah. Where it was, uh, no, it was a MOBA roguelike where everything was randomized. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm in that exact state of mind where dumb ideas are flowing freely. I'm dumb, so tired. Great, isn't genius. Charlie, what if? Wh- why are you so tired, Charlie? What have you been up to? Oh um, God, we're still we're still on that. <laughs> yeah, have only done you, David. Um, so my fiance's horse uh, currently has some kind of itis. Uh, we mm. think it's vasculitis, but he needs meds uh, in the morning and at night. And because we both have jobs, that means waking up at 7, driving 40, 35, 40 minutes to the barn, feeding him, um, and then um, driving back. And so I'm just so tired. And then also doing that. Also, just to really, really date this episode, and because it's fucking hilarious, uh, the Leafs are currently playing the New Jersey Devils. We are going into a stoppage with 11 minutes and 7 seconds left in the third period because New Jersey has just had their third goal called back due to review. Two of them for goaltender interference and this last one for a kicking motion. Fans at the Devils Arena are now throwing Beer and bottles and popcorn onto the ice. Yeah. Do, do sure you realize? Do you realize that my cousin that. is at that game right now? By the way. Oh yeah. my god. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a quick <laughs> message just to make sure that she's okay. <laughs> I hope she's not in Leafs regalia. <laughs> uh, she says, "Ha ha 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 ha! This, this is insanity. Got me a washroom break." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, to the devil <laughs> fan who may be listening to this, I believe the term is cope and seethe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm I'm, just, I'm... I was just, the exhaustion just started to hit me. I was so tired. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get through this. Nick, we what have I did such to? a good episode, too. It was such a good episode. We'll get into it in a second. Uh, what have I been up to? Oh, uh, I bought and set up a new laptop for my grandmother. All over Ooh. the course of a couple days, which was fun. Um, I, I went and had uh, went and had dinner with her last week, um, and she's like, "I think I need a new laptop." And she brought out her laptop, and she turned it on, and it took five minutes for the laptop to like turn on and like hit the login screen. 
if um, you at home right now there. heard that and went that's not too bad you need a new computer as well you, you need FYI. a new computer <laughs> if you, you heard that and computer. went that's how long my computer takes yeah go go buy a new computer how are you <laughs> listening to this podcast i don't Tape know how you're doing are it. not new technology <laughs> I mean, there is, there are those new fancy tapes. So, okay. Classical tape drives are not new technology. There are those new fancy digital tapes. So, so I, I looked, like I like opened up Task Manager once we were able to get in. It's like, oh yeah, cool. That's a, that's a Pentium processor from forever ago. Um, four gigabytes of RAM and just a like regular old like laptop hard drive in there. Oh, look, all the RAM's being used and the drive's at 100% because it's having to write all the shit to there. Cool. Um, and yeah, we uh, had, had some calls with, with uh, one of my aunts being like, all right, it's time for us to get her a new laptop. And did that this weekend, did a little bit of research, found a laptop that um, is not going to slow her down. Uh, mm-hmm. And she could use for a long time because I think she had that one for like seven years. And she's like, I don't want to have to get another one in like two weeks. And I was like, all right, we'll get you one that's like going to go all right for a while. Um, what, what brand? Uh, it's an HP. Yeah. Uh, my, my personal laptop is an HP and I've had no issues with it. Um, so <laughs> I'm still rocking a Microsoft Surface 2. Yeah. Like but- 2014. <laughs> I, yes so yeah, that's my laptop's that's all good. for then as well but we have pc we have like actual pcs yeah you have you guys have you guys have pcs and also you guys understand what to do to make sure that if your laptop's like running like if the machine is running slow you know what to do to make it run less slow i should um, just chuck that laptop that screen's all fucked up like the body's scratched i don't need that Dude. laptop Dude, it's insane. Still, so I got, you I got still just, use I got... the pattern unlock on that laptop too. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna slice your finger open one day. Oh no, that touchscreen doesn't hasn't worked for years. <laughs> Incredible, dude. I got, I got a, I got a just like a just one of the like current gen like Intel like i5 mobile processing processors in there. It's got fucking twelve threads. It's a ten core twelve thread processor Yo, in that shit. <laughs> tech is crazy. I was, I, I looked at that. I was like, whoa. This is the same number of threads as my desktop. Okay. I was like, this is this is not gonna slow you down. I like looked at like one of like the like i3s and it was like, oh, this is like a, a still like a two-core, like four four thread processor. Nope, nope, we're not we're not doing that. We're we're gonna get you some multi-threading things <laughs> up to the i5. I was like, wait, why is an i5 like triple the threads? What's going on here? But it's fine. Um, but yeah, so that was what I was doing. I went out and had dinner with her again, uh, last night and, um, or yeah, last night. Um, and I got that like mostly set up for her. Mm -hmm. Um, it's crazy getting laptops set up for non-technical, like tech savvy people is, is a weird experience. Honestly, those are the times where I'm like, maybe Apple has some ideas, like, (laughs) because it was. It's insane how, like, people who are not into tech, how intuitive they find Apple devices. They've I don't. Spent I don't even know potential billions on their UX and UI design, so it should yeah. be that intuitive. But what's crazy is how non-intuitive I find Apple devices. <laughs> no, I know, and I've had this conversation because uh, when my fiance was looking for a new phone, I was like, "You could look at like an Android phone because like some of them will end up." being cheaper than an iphone Mm -hmm. and so she's like okay well give me your phone and i can mess around on it 
And she's like, nope, I don't like this. I'm like, but they're practically the same device at this point. She's like, yeah, but everything is just like a little bit not in the spot where I know it should be. And it's entirely unfamiliar to me now. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a learning curve at this point. I will also say I had to set her up like the new laptop came pre-installed with Windows 11. And like, I don't, I don't fucking understand Windows 11 yet. I'm like setting things up like, I don't know what I'm doing here. We're just going to figure it they out. They need to stop fucking with the start menu is what Microsoft <laughs> needs to do. Just leave the start menu alone. Stop so, trying so, to do so, weird things. So, so the apps that she wants, I have on her desktop pinned to like the like bottom taskbar and pinned as like apps in the start menu. I was like, all right, if, if you need to find anything, they're in three spots. I don't expect you to find the start menu ones, but like there's two, they're, they're here and they're here on your screen. Um, but like start menu is crazy in Windows 11. I don't it's just weird. It pops up in the center of your screen. Yep. It, it's, I did it's, think I you, know, can, you can pin folders to that now though. You, you can, can you can do some on you can do some you could do some cool things in there i was not messing with that that was yeah, not but my it's goal also in the but... center charlie it doesn't matter what i know you do with I... It if it's in the center i don't like that either <laughs> like what the fuck i'm also sure there's some windows 10 like custom plugin i can get that lets me 100 percent. but we shouldn't need to do that every time they fucked with the start menu everyone has hated it I just don't understand. And they've Bring, always ended up reverting it back to resemble the old start menu more. Like it happened back with to eight, XP. It happened I want to go 10. back to XP. Like, you, you can. You know that you know that one of our like one of the one of the people at uh that we work with, uh Charlie, just has the like Windows XP like start menu. Like has a No, um, I know you can get it. I mean I yeah. want the stability of OS that was Windows XP. Ah, I, I see. I that being... shit was rock solid. No, what I want is to be ignorant of computer technology. <laughs> I wish to be 10 years old on my e-machines playing Age of Empires 2 <laughs> on just Intel I- I- integrated graphics and who the fuck knows what the specs on. <laughs> not not uh, good, but they they'd got the job done. It was yeah. enough and you were happy. Like, yeah, that's what I want to be. I don't want to be back. Like, I don't want that now. I want to be ignorant is what I want to be. But instead of ignorant, we must talk about Merlin. Yes. Merlin, Merlin, Merlin. All right, let's get into this. Uh, TV guide for this episode reads, Merlin accidentally releases a mischievous goblin from a secret chamber that takes possession of Gaius, leading the physician to develop a hankering for gold, ale, and magical jokes. This was a fun episode. This Uh, was... Once so we get far. to the ten minute mark, this is a fun episode. Really, I kind of like I like the whole whole episode. <laughs> I did not like the CG goblin. I mean, this, <laughs> that's listen, no, dude. No, no, the that's, CG that's goblin a has such a charm a to it. <laughs> no, because they they made him drool, and like CG drool never looks good unless you have like James Cameron's Avatar budget. Like it just it always looks like oh you I, mapped. I will... A wet I, I will say to this, this did come out. This did come out after Avatar. Uh, oh. Yeah, with none of the budget. That goblin. Looks, yes. That goblin has like. If that goblin had five less polygons, I could imagine that in like reboot or some shit. Yeah, but like it's, no, Nick. The entire reason they great. have a CG goblin in this episode is because of Avatar. Oh, is yeah, because no, Avatar sure. made CG technology that good and that accessible, and it it. I don't know. It just looks so weird. But yeah. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it looks I guess bad, we... but it's great. <laughs> yes. 
wonderful i hate it is kind of the sentiment um yeah episode opens and merlin is set to see our favorite character jeff uh sorry jeffrey Jeffrey yes. is back. Yes, Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> yes. As he's, Gaius, he's, you, he gets so many speaking lines in this episode too. David. He gets two he's, appearances. I, I'm absolutely shocked that Jeffrey was in this episode so much. Also, well, Merlin also needs our, a book. Our regular knight gets back in as well. Yeah, that guy, dude. Just at this point, just side characters, full on. There, there are straight up side characters in this episode. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, Merlin has to go get a book, and so he talks to Jeffrey, and Jeffrey's like, fuck if I know, nerd. Uh, go look in the East Wing. And so well, Merlin does. Well, it wasn't does... even that. It was, oh, that book. Man, I haven't seen that book in years. Good fucking luck. <laughs> I'm a horrible librarian. <laughs> He's not the librarian. He's the head of jeans. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that they just put him, they just stuck him in the library and said, hey, um, if anyone has questions about books, just like, gestured a direction for them he was like you're one of All five right. people in this kingdom that is literate you're in charge of yeah, books. you can read i just because he was officially introduced as the royal geneticist right or genealogist yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, but but also he can perform like big ceremonial duties as yeah. well he's he's kind of their he's a sh- their swiss army knife He's shockingly important for the kingdom to run. Uh, <laughs> He's the royal geneticist, the genealogist's most important royal role is what I'm learning. I love how you keep fucking up and saying geneticist like he's in there looking at <laughs> blood underneath a microscope. What like, if he mm, is? Yes, I see. This is where the brown hair comes from. <laughs> he's that monk some, who he's was talking some... about peas was right. He's going to make some fucking Ned Stark revelations and get his head chopped off. <laughs> Arthur, blonde of hair. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Merlin sees the book on a high shelf and does what any self-respecting person does and steps on a shelf instead of looking for a stool, you animal. Climb um, the climb the shelf. Climb the shelf. That, this is an Ikea shit. You can climb it. We believe which in you. Which leads me to my first fucking question. Who built this fucking castle? Because it um, sure as hell was not uh, Uther. Like, I guess we do that because there's yeah, tombs wait, no, and shit we, underneath. There's we, tombs, we, there's secret passages. We've been, we've been through this before. Um, that fucking um, wizard who got, like, brought back and, like, took over someone's body for a little while. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He helped build Camelot, remember? Before he was betrayed and killed, and then entombed in the castle, and then entombed for yes. some reason. <laughs> yes, um, but remember, he built like he helped build Camelot. There's like magic surrounding it that's like partially like from him and things like that. And like he probably was like, yeah, cool. Let's let's put in all these secret passages and things. Fuck that. Yeah. Great. Well, Merlin stumbles upon one of them and gets transported. Well, it's like just a revolving bookcase, so he gets brought into like some hidden room. And then immediately starts fucking with stuff. And I, I need everyone to make a note of this. Uses a magic spell to open a lock. Because this made me annoyed later in the episode. And then lets a terrifying CG goblin out of its prison. And the goblin starts going around doing goblin-y things. Uh, like looking I really, for I really gold, enjoy, I, I really enjoy the progression of the goblin in this episode. Of like, oh look, this is this minor annoyance slash funny character. Uh, is sort of how we start here. Yeah, until it's um, so much not. 
It's 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 a it's a good progression here, but yeah, right at the start, it's like oh, like you gross weird CG thing. Um, put it back, put it back in the thing. Uh, <laughs> and then like Merlin. Well, Merlin gives chase because it makes a huge mess, and then Merlin awkwardly walks out of the library and smiles and like, hey, look, I got the book at Jeffrey. And then I have many questions. Why is Arthur's bedroom right next to the library? <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming he that he's just out been of like... the thing and just sees a trail of destruction straight into Arthur's room, and it's like a couple meters. <laughs> uh, it's like fine. that's my question. What is the yeah. layout of this castle? <laughs> Arthur, Arthur's been hitting the books recently. Um, you and I both know that's a lie, but Arthur's been hitting the books recently. Can Arthur read? Have we ever seen any evidence of Arthur reading? Yes, um, yes, because he reads... looked at bills. Uh, yeah okay 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 and i think he's, he's read notes and yeah he can read probably. probably either that or they're all pretty <laughs> pictures for him because we never actually see what's on the paper for all we know they're just pretty <laughs> pictures it's a very <laughs> intricate comic they're like oh if you don't do this the peasants will die and it's just a picture of a poor person with x's for eyes and he's like ah yes I understand. <laughs> it, it, they, they, there's like a picture of Arthur, like a, a like a like a little mini Arthur on a horse, like fighting like a, a dragon. Um, and in the background, like if there's like an X through it, you just see like these dead peasants on the ground. And Arthur's like, ah, yes, I have to go kill that dragon, I guess. <laughs> the dragon's <laughs> holding on to a very well endowed woman. That kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was very like, generous oh, in my drawing. I understand this. <laughs> Arthur just looks and is like, is that to scale? Do I get this? <laughs> My god, they're the size of her head. <laughs> David, we're doing the same Always Sunny reference, right? Yes. Okay. Just, I just wanted to make sure. I know Nick doesn't get it. but I need them no. to add more episodes of Always Sunny to D+. <laughs> Which is weird that they're all on there, but hey. <laughs> I think you're asking them to make more Always Sunny then. Isn't, aren't all the seasons on there? No, they're still missing a couple seasons. Like, the most mm. recent three or so aren't up there. Okay. Yeah, so. but anyways, uh, we get a fun line where, like, Merlin's trying to find the goblin and the room's all a mess, and Arthur's like, what the fuck are you doing in here? And Merlin's like, spring cleaning? And Arthur's like, it's not spring, and this isn't clean. <laughs> Which is about the wittiest thing Arthur has ever said. Uh, and so, Merlin's like, ah, oh, just wait till I'm done. You'll be able to eat off the floor. Yada, yada, if you yada. Wanna, I gotta go. And then the things in um, Morgana's room, like rooting through her jewelry. Mm -hmm. I did not expect this plot point to come up, but the, it's the Merlin cross dresses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that. And it steals her bracelet. It's, yes. Honestly, it's pretty fantastic. For, honestly, for what a nonsense episode this is. Holy fuck the number of pl plot important things that happen. Also, Dude. Morgana gets a brief cameo and they stay true to what her character is right now, which is astonishing. Well, also, if they continue with it later on, Morgana thinks that Gaius knows she's evil. Like, <laughs> or well, that Merlin no. has magic. Well, no. Morgana Morgana thinks like more like it's it's mentioned and like told like hey, he was possessed by um like, he was possessed by a goblin. Merlin does let slip, like, you know, Gaius is probably still somewhere in there, so Morgana's probably like, Gaius might have seen that interaction that I had with that goblin. Um, but we'll see about that. That's that's a whole thing later. 
I just um, but the yeah, number let's, of let's get there. Shocking plot, like the, the amount of side plot progression in this episode was yeah. insane. And then also yeah. fart and burp jokes. Yeah, also also fucking fart jokes. Yeah. It's everything we've ever worlds. wanted. This is all I want Merlin to be. <laughs> I can't wait for this God, episode this... to have like a 40 on Rotten Tomatoes. God, this, this is the episode that like all three of us are going to give fives and then it's just going <laughs> to... Honestly, I legitimately might. like. <laughs> it's, it's so, so good. good. Uh, but it's... yeah, um, he's rooting through there and then I think he just goes to guys is like, hey, I fucked up. I let a goblin out. Up. Well, I fucked up. Um, can, can we look at those magical beasts books that you have? And guys is like, all right, which one was it? Was it the Wraith again? No. All right. Martin's like, wait, that one. Uh, and guys is like, oh, shit, goblins. Those are like actually not okay. Um, they love gold. And then we cut to the CG goblin picking up a gold coin and licking it. And like <laughs> drooling. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, fuck. This is uncomfortable. I, I don't like this. Um, but it's okay because I guess they laid the coins down as like a Family Guy James Woods ooh a piece of candy trap, um, and then try well, to sh- shove it back okay, in the box. Be- before, before we get there, there's two scenes that we're missing. One, oh fuck! I um, forgot about Gaius, the Uther scene. Gaius is called into Uther's chambers uh, for some for something. Um, oh yes, Uther is now bald. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it, oh, it's so good though because Arthur's like, this is a matter of grave importance. You do not cannot laugh. laugh. You are not allowed to laugh. This is incredibly important. <laughs> and it's just Anthony Head looking like a grumpy child, but he's bald. <laughs> it's so good, and it's such a good bald cap too. It's like, such a it's, good it's job a really on good, this. Oh my it's, god, it's a good bald cap. Um, so we get that scene followed by Gaius being like, "All right, we need to tr- we need to trap this goblin." Merlin, go find some gold. Merlin goes, all right, time to go rob from Arthur. Um, <laughs> me- messing up his stealth check, but then um, just completely dicking on Arthur by making the like bed fall around him. Arthur um, just and... being so goddamn incompetent this episode. <laughs> Arthur, you, so, you so think Arthur he really made an ass out of himself? <laughs> Audience, you'll get Arthur that joke in, his... in a little bit. Arthur passes his perception check and then immediately fails on all dexterity checks to remove himself from the sheets that fall on him. Uh, hey, it's like a net. It's hard to get out of. I don't think it's that hard. He's got a sword. All right, Nick. It sounds like we have an experiment to do. We got to go buy a sword and then drop a net and some sheets on Nick and see if the sheets are in fact easier or harder to get out of with a sword than a net. We'll do this uh, with several thread accounts to verify. Call up Adam perfect. Savage. We're bringing back Mythbusters. Uh, um, but yeah, so we get those scenes followed by them trapping the goblin or attempting to trap the goblin. Um, goblin um, gets stuffed back under like a cloak for a second and goes, nope, uh, and does special goblin thing and turns into like a shimmering mask. Um, yep, it's magic. Goblin has magic, um, and uh, after trying to leave but being unable to leave, uh, instead decides to just go into Gaius. But not in a weird way, in like in a an evil way. possession way. <laughs> it, like through his ear, it's fine. That's not that's the one way of those... that Uther went into that troll. <laughs> <laughs> Which remember that happened. That's canon. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> 
never forget. Uther fucked a troll. Never, honestly, never forget. <laughs> like someone should be bringing that up every episode. Like when Uther's like being a dick, someone should be like, "Hey, did you sleep with a troll?" Like multiple times though. I, I don't think you do that. I think I think that Uther can just straight up have you killed. Well, we see we see that he can later on in the episode. Uh, but yeah, uh, Goblin goes inside Gaius, and Gaius is now possessed by the Goblin. Um, but Merlin doesn't realize right away, and Gaius starts being a little bit more like, "Ah, oh, go away and do this thing for me, you fucking moron. Yep. You fucking bitch-ass moron. <laughs> Stupid bitch-ass moron bitch. This is the energy I wish Gaius had more of. In- <laughs> <laughs> really, though? Can, can, we, can we point out the the energy that we get from Gaius, like goblin possessed Gaius here, is the energy that we've tried to have, like we've imprinted have, onto in, Gaius. Imprinted oh on the God. Peter. Gaius went full goblin mode. <laughs> <laughs> also, from how belligerent the goblin is at all times, can we assume goblins are, goblins originate in Washington State? <laughs> Yes, the goblins definitely originate in I Washington State. I was about to shout that no one gets that reference, but no, this is the exact place to make that reference. <laughs> this is the place where hey. that reference began. Hey, go, go, listen to Nor- go listen to Northwest Passage? What the fuck was that episode Northwest called? Northwest Passage North- is correct. Oh. Yeah, go listen, go listen to that episode. I think that's still our favorite episode of this podcast we've ever recorded. It's- yes. It was fantastic. Far and away, it was just we, so much fun. We wrote a new episode of Fringe while talking about this episode of Fringe. <laughs> we just completely lied, like we about just... what that episode, what happened in that episode. I think, I think I like. I think I started out by like making Peter seem a little bit meaner in the first scene, and we just ran with it. It ends great. with Peter beating the cop. I think <laughs> it doesn't end. That happens multiple times in our summary. It's like, and then the scene ends with Peter just beating the shit out of the cop for. Some reason <laughs> oh fuck that was a good i should go back and listen to that episode <laughs> like, legitimately was that a late night record is that why we lost our goddamn minds i honestly have no idea actually um, i could have some idea um if you give me a second i could go find the recording um but let's progress on with yeah let's thrilling. let's progress on with i think I think our favorite iteration of a character now, um, given that this is what the energy that we've tried to like make characters have in the past. Uh, oh my god, um, do are are we just goblin lovers? <laughs> I, think I think what we're learning is that we want more characters in TV shows to be possessed by goblins, uh, <laughs> like Merlin goblins in particular. I just I want episodes where people are just like. Fully losing their minds, <laughs> like like this. So yeah, after Gaius has just completely ruined his entire like his entire like shop, ever like his like everything, just like torn it or torn it away. And Merlin walks back in, and it's like, what what happened? It's like you idiot, you fucking let like the the goblin was out, and he just completely ransacked this place. Clean it. I'm going to the tavern. But Merlin's Gaius, like, you, you never, never go, go to the tavern. <laughs> Apparently, well, he does. For- because no one f- is fucking like Gaius. You drink a lot all of a sudden. Well, well, no, to be fair, Gaius's response is, well, I guess I'll figure out what I've been missing. Um, so I guess Merlin doesn't know that Gaius sneaks into the tavern. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Gaius makes his way to the tavern, sees some people arm wrestling, sees that they're wagering gold on it, and immediately goes, all right, time to, time to go and win some gold. Um, and we see the entire motivation of a goblin. Um, 
come to fruition here as we now get Gaius the scammer in some in some forms um beats beats the big strong muscle man um and takes his gold uh and then just kind of starts scamming people uh after our uh after he, our Morgana scene he goes to scamming people so quickly it was fantastic. Um, but also, before he starts scamming people, he does scare the shit out of Morgana. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, this is such a good, this is more of the, that goblin energy we love. Where she's like, oh, someone stole my bracelet. And he's like, ah, boo fucking who. Sucks to be you, bitch. And then. <laughs> and she's like, how dare you? I am the king's ward. And she's like, yeah, but you're fucking evil. You want him dead, don't you? I've I looked into my. <laughs> I looked into your soul, and you're nothing but a cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> and Morgana just, like, kind of shuts down and goes, well, uh, I'm leaving now. And he's like, oh, but don't you want your little sweeping potion? <laughs> Whittle baby want their vape? <laughs> Whittle baby want their potion? <laughs> Whittle baby want their juice? <laughs> Uh, can we just can we just point out this is one of the few times where this that's pretty close to what actually happens here. <laughs> it really is. I think he's like, oh my god, that was such a great idea. I'm gonna go do this to the rest of the town and convince a man with a broken rib he's going to die. Unless he drinks this potion. He just goes full snake oil salesman. You cannot take my strongest potions. <laughs> Can I just say, just um, why do all these peasants have gold coins? It is <laughs> it is their multi generational inheritance. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming that when Arthur goes, this isn't spring. This is like fall. Like the fall harvest just came in. Everyone is like gearing up for like winter, but like currently has some money. Uh, and Gaius is just like, all right, time to go and get them. Time to go get all that money. <laughs> Do you do you not see this Sigma grind set that Gaius is displaying? Look at how beautiful this is. Goblin mode Sigma grind set. Why are we doing all the Zoomer memes today? (laughs) (laughs) Have we all been spending too much time on TikTok? On the talk tick? (laughs) Oh no. Um, what was TikTok before it was TikTok? It was that weird singing um, thing, right? Musically. Musically, yeah. Um, if I'm reading these dates right and I got my math right, um, Northwest Passage, I think, was the 44th episode we recorded, which means we recorded it at about... Oh, my God. A hundred, almost a hundred episodes ago. I think 3 p.m. <laughs> was it only at 3 p.m.? Was it a weekend, at least? Uh, it would have it had to, to have been, been a weekend. It was Reading definitely a weekend. May 29th. I mean, there was a while there where none of us were working, really. <laughs> oh, no, these can't be right. The created dates for the WAVs and the modifieds are way off. Oh, yes, they would be. Do I go by the modified? Um, Anyways, while, while you guys figure that shit uh, out. While you I guys figure know. that shit out. <laughs> I don't um, think there's any way to know that. Because the created's in May and the modified's in January. I thought you were going to look through our Discord chat for when we posted the oh. TV guide summary, right? Because that would yeah, also that's, tell that's you the way to recorded. That's the way to actually do it. That's smart. Um, that's smart thinking there. 
Any, anyways, after Gaius has scammed some people, he then goes and cures Uther's baldness, um, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> What's hilarious making, is that later when we see Uther, he's still bald as well. He is still bald after this. <laughs> Gaius is just slapping that noggin. Sometimes you just gotta slap that noggin. Is that what you want to do to a bald person? Just... I mean, yes, but I'm also a monster. <laughs> Well, no, I'm assuming he slaps, like, he slaps the head and then whispers, this bad boy can fit so many follicles in it, and then just slaps <laughs> it again. Except it can't, because you're bald, you little bitch. And he runs away. Uh, um, at this point, um, Merlin does then realize, like, here's some of the exploit that's, exploits that Gaius has been up to, and sees Gaius with, like, a giant, like, chest full of gold already. Yep. Um, and goes, wait a second. <laughs> That's just This is a Gaius. Gaius has been acting a little bit weird recently, ever since we tried to trap that goblin. Um, and now he's licking gold? Um, all right. I've, I've <laughs> solved the case. Gaius, you're a goblin. <laughs> a goblin's like, yeah, what if I am? Like, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, I'm, I'll am i fight you. Like, what are you going to do? And Merlin uses magic. And he's like, ooh, not the only one with secrets or some shit. Not, to, to be fair, that, that doesn't even happen yet. Um, this oh, is does just that not him realizing yet? that. This is, yeah, this is, this is just Merlin realizing, like, realizing, hey, wait, you're the goblin. And the goblin going, yep, all right, later. <laughs> and Okay, we recorded. And Merlin I... being like, oh. <laughs> I think we recorded around, it's looking like 8.40 p.m. Okay, not super late. For for Northwest Pass. But yes, the fact that it's late in general makes sense for why it was a nonsense episode. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's also um, a meme here, which I think it's Kansas. Did the meth we're on it as like... Oh, hey, no, 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 that's, that's, that's not Kansas. That is uh, North Dakota. Oh, <laughs> Meth. I've shown I've shown that to uh, I've shown that to some of our coworkers now, uh, Charlie. They, they, so they didn't good. believe me. Uh, specifically, one of them, and you know who. Uh, <laughs> like I can answer with just goat scream as he yeah, is. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a good recording. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was a great recording. Go go listen to Northwest Passage, folks. Um, after this episode, because this episode's also fantastic. Um, Actually, we're gonna stop. We're gonna pause. We're gonna cue it up. We're gonna live react to, to our Northwest own episode. <laughs> no, I wanna I wanna go to a bed before midnight tonight, we, guys. We I would could no, if we no, because like, no, we need to get through this. I need to go to bed. <laughs> You're the like one who made the idea. No, oh no, David's been possessed by a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I am a goblin now. Can we at some point also get introduced to um goblins who can possess people? Like just in D&D at some point. Just Oh yeah, no. Goblins sometimes Listen, possess people. We're almost this, at this the world. end of this campaign. We're not going to get just, introduced to any more new concepts. Just, you're just, you're just literally new, just in the final campaign. dungeon. We <laughs> like, we are. Just in a new campaign, David. Be great. We're literally hours away from Tiamat being summoned. Uh, we're okay. So um, Gaius goes so, drinking and then he he burps. And... Uh, we're we're past that at this point. Okay. We're we're into um, Arthur giving a report uh, to the council, 
um, being like, yep, uh, there seems to be a thief on the loose. Uh, he stole all my gold. Uh, I don't know where he is at this point. Um, at which point we see Uther in his cap uh, so that people don't know that he's bald. Um, and now we got all our fart jokes for the episode. Uh, yeah, that's as, pretty much it. <laughs> it's all the fart yeah, jokes. So many fart jokes. Um, as the, the people who have been given potions by Gaius, uh, Gwen, uh, Morgana, and Uther all begin farting. Um, <laughs> it's never not I'm, funny. The the last one by Uther really it's it it really seemed like that was more than just a fart that happened like <laughs> like he had to he had to end court early had to had to end court early and then you see him kind of like sit on the chair and squint a little bit like uh oh uh oh <laughs> I can't wait for the behind the scenes to see that um, Uther wasn't intended to fart during that scene but <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Head happened. was just <laughs> exceptionally gassy that day. At which point, um, at which point we learned that both uh, Morgana and Gwen's um, act- uh, actors are actually just very skilled at being able to uh, fart on command. Uh, incredible skill. But yeah. Um, fart scene, Gaius being like, haha, wasn't that super funny? And this is when Merlin's like, hey, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you out of Gaius's body. Uh, and Goblin's like, well, fortunately I have an advantage. Uh, I can hurt you, but you can't hurt, um, you can't hurt Gaius. Ooh. <laughs> and later on, Merlin's like, fucking watch me. <laughs> uh, that is what happens later on. No, Merlin uses a tried and true method of poison and then cure. <laughs> yep. Where he says, hey, we only have a couple of seconds and then spends at least a minute dicking around. But we'll get Listen, to that. They only they they only have a couple seconds for Gaius not to start suffering permanent brain damage, but he's fine. <laughs> More permanent brain damage. You mean this is the second time Gaius has almost died? No, he did die the one time. Merlin legitimately yes. brought him back to life. Ah, oh, Merlin, you've wish, mastered. You've mastered wish, life and death. <laughs> I wish that Gaius had come back. And the callback that we got to continue on with all of the fucking, like, insane, like, callbacks of this episode was Gaius going, Merlin, I had no doubts that someone who's mastered life and death like you could bring me back. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been, I think that would have been the ultimate callback right here. Um, Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good callbacks in this episode. That would have been the ultimate And then Merlin pulls out his explodey staff and explodes the goblin. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a good way to call this back. But yeah, Merlin then traps him in the room and the goblin's like, oh, you got magic, you little bitch. Can't wait to see how I can ruin your goddamn life. Gaius, goblin Gaius then decides, all right, um, he has magic. Uh, let's accuse him of magic. Um, goes back to the, the secret room, finds a magic book, um, and immediately goes and uh, accuses Merlin of magic. Yeah, and Merlin's like, I know, I'll go for Arthur to Arthur for help. And then Arthur's like, You're under arrest. Yeah, you're you're under arrest. Um time time to take you to time to take you to court. And by that I mean Uther's gonna yell at you. Also, uh, this was the second time Merlin has been publicly accused of having magic. Yeah. I mean You would think after the witch finder thing. Like, you're either like Merlin hundred percent doesn't have magic, but for some reason people keep accusing him Mm -hmm. or okay no they're accusing him for a reason we should just kill him to be safe (laughs) 
I think at this point it's gonna be a kind of like a boy who calls wolf situation, right? Like it's a hundred percent gonna be like someone's gonna accuse him of magic for real, and then everyone's gonna be like, no, no, we've been oh, down that road. Everyone's <laughs> accused Merlin at this point. It's kind of like an annual tradition now. It's like when Merlin. you come of age, you accuse Merlin of magic, and we have a little mock trial, and you know he's been killed at least five times now. Last year it was a beheading. He really pulled out all the stops for that run. <laughs> <laughs> he's great <laughs> just like oh man merlin oh he's just really suspicious you gotta you gotta stop looking so suspect merlin <laughs> i don't know why we continue to let you wait on the, the prince to like the uh the crown prince of uh the kingdom you're so suspicious merlin <sighs> but, uh, but yeah um uther immediately is like ah yeah you're guilty i'm gonna kill you and guys is like oh i guess i've been harbored like harboring a mage this whole time. I'm so sorry. And in a weird show of reluctance, Uther is like, ah, you're not to blame. When you've killed fair, people for less. To be Again. fair, Gaius just Gaius just cured his flatul- flatulence and his baldness. Because Uther has a head yeah. of hair again in this episode. Yes. Gaius did scene. also turn him in the second he found out, right? Technically. Yeah. Yes. He killed Gwen's dad for having a lump of gold that a mage gave him. That he, he didn't was know. working with a mage and he tried to escape trial. He didn't know that also, they were also, mages. Also, we are going. We're going to get to. We're going to get to a little, a little later on that I wish there'd also been a callback to to that specific episode. He tried uh, to escape trial. Why do you always forget that? Yeah. Innocent people don't run, huh, David? (laughs) Innocent people don't kill three guards and escape prison. If you're innocent, you have nothing to hide. Just comply. Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that blue lives matter, David? I want to hear those words come out of your mouth. Guard live matter. (laughs) Fucking fucking bootlicker. Ugh. Listen, I'm just anyways, I'm very pro Uther. <laughs> David is David is very pro Uther, as we all me, know. You could call me a Pruther. <laughs> oh no! No, Uther wasn't even born in Camelot. <laughs> I Where's mean, his birth I certificate, think lore-wise, man? he wasn't. I think we confirm lore-wise that no one that he showed up and conquered it, right? And did you know? All yes. the dragons. Did you know that when Uther conquered it, he turned Camelot into a corporation? It's no longer a country, so any of the new laws he enacts don't actually matter. Oh my god! Can you believe some people actually believe that? Like, but oh. for America, I just like I don't know. I don't know. People are fucked. Any- anyways, um. Merlin sentenced to death. Gaius goes and celebrates in the tavern. Um, and almost takes Sir it too Leon. far. Almost takes it too far by fucking with Sir Leon. Um, <laughs> Where the knight's like, ah, you've abused up my honor. I challenge you to a duel. And Gaius spits in his face. <laughs> it was so good. This is, once again, this is the, the goblin energy is exactly what we try and have characters have when we do these. But also, kudos to Sir Leon for uh, fucking standing up to, like, standing up for himself. <laughs> yeah, but then immediately backs down because he knows there's no victory in beating up an old man. 
Well, like, no, if he stands down. Man was gonna get handed a sword. Yeah, he stands but if you down because Gaius is like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Here, I'll buy you some beer." I, I do uh, love Sir Leon's one. Uh, you may be old, but this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then good. Gaius spikes their drinks with something, um, and then fucks and off to bed. And then we cut to Merlin yep. in his cell, who is using magic to levitate the keys. Now. Remember when I dropped a pin in something way back when? When he opened the goblin's box by using a spell to open the lock. Yeah. Why but, isn't but, he magicking open the lock on the prison cell? Because he had to make it look like he had used the keys to get out. Lock on door different from lock on box? Boom. Both David and I have valid excuses. <laughs> One of those was way more elegantly said. <laughs> <laughs> lock on box no same lock door <laughs> lock on box lock pick one lock on door lock pick three <laughs> I guess box lock just... no door lock I'll take I'll take Nick's actually no I'll take David's answer because Nick's answer is too much thinking for Merlin to do <laughs> that fucker wouldn't be like ah, I gotta make it look like somehow I stole the keys from this guard no, he'd I'm be more inclined to think he forgot about the unlocking spell and went no, shit. No, I have no, to no, levitate no, no, no. keys. He's sitting there no, going, no, no. "Man, shame door lock, no box lock." <laughs> uh, Find no, no, Colin no, Morgan's the, the cameo other... and have him say that. <laughs> the, Just the other without, with no context for what it means in your Merlin voice, say, "Ah, shame door lock, no box lock." <laughs> And then say, I'm going to go goblin mode. <laughs> oh, it would be so good. It really would. Um, oh, Gaius uh, and final, Earth. Oh, sorry, final no, explanation. Please. Final explanation for that. Um, Uther, Uther knows that sometimes he's imprisoning mages, and mages probably have ways to get through locks, so he's put anti-magic on his locks. Final answer. Um... But Uther obviously didn't think enough to, like, mage can just steal keys. <laughs> why would why you we, think like that? Why are we losing words? <laughs> why not lose words, David? It hit after 10. It, words it, don't do anymore. It after 10. Don't dox us. Now they know what time we're in. <laughs> they could have figured that out because I explicitly <laughs> called that a moment in a Leafs game. <laughs> We've also mentioned our university town many of a time by name. <laughs> yeah. I think the only comforting uh, fact is to find out any relevant personal information, they would have to listen to like every episode, and no one's crazy enough to do that. We also have three very generic names, so we do. And I, we we've we've made sure not to use our last names. Yes, we've done. We a have very mentioned good job our that, races actually. though, which harm David and I more than Nick. I mean, not really for me. Good fucking luck finding an Asian David. <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually easier to find because we've we have definitely said that I'm ginger. Um, yeah, and a brown Charlie seems mighty easy. Uh, but anyways, dirty. <laughs> a brown yeah, Charlie. It's... It does sound like one of those sex moves you would look up on Urban Dictionary. It sounds like I'm sure like it UK slang. Like, oi, give it the brown Charlie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That sounds much worse now. <laughs> Said in that accent, too. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. um, anyways. Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, 
she look up brown charlie <laughs> here you go guys just, oh, just in no. case you're interested no there's... just move on move on to the goddamn episode oh come on i will look that up later <laughs> no that's nasty i i do not want to take I... that right now oh that's that's funny there david uh Oh, anyways, no. oh no. <laughs> anyways, um, Merlin escapes. Guards realize that as Merlin tries to just like walk past some of the guards and then runs away. Fortunately, he's able to fuck off before the guards are able to find him. Um, makes his way over into Gwen's house and sneaks in. Um, at which point Gwen's like, "Yeah, no, it's cool, Merlin. I I don't believe your sorcerer. Like, we're 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 cool." Uh, but what I was really hoping Merlin was going to do here was be like, don't let another person you know be killed <laughs> for, for magic. Oh my god. Just oh equate god. his oh escape to, to, to Gwen's back. dad escape. Like, don't, don't Gwen, sentence me to the same fate as Gwen as should have dad. been getting some PTSD flashbacks from this, right? Legitimately. <laughs> oh, because this is like the exact same. This is same, same. Uh, um, but yeah, Gwen is instantly on uh, on Merlin's side here, um, which is good because otherwise Merlin would be dead. Um, I just man, what if they made Gwen go evil? Like, right? Because she has more of a fucking uh, reason she has, to. She has a way more. She has way more of a reason. I want to uh, see Gwen burn this kingdom to the ground, and then we're gonna be like, "Aha, my plan worked!" And Gwen's like, "No, it didn't. Here, all your spies are dead. I killed them." It's been me the whole time. Um, anyways, uh, we have, uh, we now have, uh, Uther being like, well, shit, um, Merlin's escaped. All right, search the lower town. We gotta kill him. Uh, How dare he escape? He's just trying to escape trial. Truly, he's not innocent. (laughs) He he tried to escape. Therefore, (laughs) he has to be guilty. We've already been through this once. We know what to do here, <laughs> folks. Oh no. <laughs> uh, um, Gaius also continues to like egg, egg this on and be like, God damn it, these guards are fucking useless. And Uther's like, excuse me, you don't get to speak right now. Guys like, ah, apologies. Uther's really like, but Gaius is right. Punish those guards. And Arthur's like, okay, I will do that personally, I guess. Uh <laughs> Um, we now get our part of the scene of Merlin trying to actually figure out what the fuck to do, um, while in hiding, um, discussing with Gwen, trying to figure out what to do, um, and being like, listen, I need you to get Arthur on our side. Please just just go talk to Arthur. Um, and, uh, Gwen being, you know, the, the awkward, um, quote unquote teenage, even though they're not teenagers in this romance of like, oh no, I've embarrassed myself in front of them. I never want to, never... (laughs) You know, he's never going to want to talk to me again. Oh, no, me, I like, ripped ass fine. so hard in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> what will I ever do? <laughs> oh, goodness. Find find Gwen actress's cameo and have her say that. <laughs> no! <laughs> you can have a face off. I ripped ass so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Any- 
anyways, let's get to let's get to arguably the the most hilarious part of this, where um, Arthur's reasonably smart has a conversation with Gaius at his quarters and is like, ah, yes, you know, Merlin, um, sure, uh, sure is gonna be a shame when we have to kill him. Guys is like, ah, it'll be great. Can't wait to see him hanged. And Arthur's like, I think Merlin was right in accusing you of being a goblin. Guy, the guys I know would never be so down with Merlin getting hung. No matter uh, what he did or who he is. Yes. Or what general atrocities he committed. Doesn't matter how many war crimes Merlin had committed. Um, and guys is immediately like, ah, shit, you found me out. Quick, pot! And magic's a pot to just bean Arthur. Um, knock him unconscious. Um, performs some magic on unconscious Arthur and leaves. Just being incredibly incompetent. <laughs> uh, hey, he at least like believed Merlin enough to like look into this. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, Guys has been acting. He's very doing suspicious. it like the next day. Like, wasn't his execution scheduled for this morning? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> seems like a bit late to have planned to do this. Uh. Anyways, um, Gwen goes to talk to Arthur, um, eventually works up the courage to go in, um, and finds Arthur hiding on the other side of his bed because he's grown, uh, he's grown donkey ears and can now only make donkey sounds. Bray, as they say. Um, which is fantastic. Just, once again, goblins, goblins doing some great work here. That's where Charlie's uh, joke about him making an ass of himself comes from. Hey, that's a call forward. Works out well here. Um, that happens. Uh, Merlin figures out, all right, uh, I've looked in some of the books. The goblin has to will die with Gaius if Gaius dies, so he's going to have to leave if Gaius is dying. Um, and this is where Merlin should be getting PTSD about some knights <laughs> trying to barge in while he's sleepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine though, everyone's just pushing down all of those like past traumas right now. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> all good. Uh, um they they come up with a plan. Uh they coat a bunch of Gaius's like gold in uh some kind of poison. I really hope they wash that gold before they give it back to the peasants. I was really hoping that, because, like, Morgana's bracelet is right on top. If she just, like, gets it later, it's like, oh, wonderful bracelet, and then just die. <laughs> and they were like, ah, oh, look, they cured her, and she was in temporary insanity, induced psychosis. She's cured now because of the antidote. It's fine. But the bracelet uh. was making her evil. Oh, wouldn't that be a cop-out? They were like, oh, the bracelet was corrupting her. How mad would you be, um, David? I already said remove a percentage already from said. all of my ratings. <laughs> right. Which is I a have... shame, given how fucking great this episode is. <laughs> I have already made my call shot about that. Yep. He's going to have to give this episode a six, just in case. <laughs> um. Anyways, um... That we have Merlin go and grab the like, the container, the the goblin holder. Um, I don't, I don't fucking know. The goblin um, holder container. The, gob- the goblin the, holder. The lead line chest. It's a lead line chest. Oh yeah, goblin holder. 
Because a lead-lined chest is the only thing that can contain a goblin, which must mean goblins are radioactive. <laughs> well, no, Wait, we saw goblins can goblins can get real small and fit through cracks. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It can't fit through though. Lead. Yes. I guess much in the same way X-ray no work through lead. <laughs> Nailed it. Goblins X X-rays. Goblin X-ray. <laughs> goblins X-rays. <laughs> there's some there's some very good behind the scenes. <laughs> there's some David very Dirk. good behind the scenes. I really This is this is gonna be great. I look forward to, you know, next time that any of us needs to go and get an X ray and we just you can go and ask the technician, like, I ask how many goblins are, are gonna be going through my hand here. I think Goblin X-Ray question mark should be this episode title. <laughs> goblin X-Ray? Never go full uh, goblin. Never go full goblin. Always no, always go full goblin. See how great guys is this episode. Uh, anyways, um we we get Gaius pulling off his last funny trick of this episode as we see the effects of that spiked uh like ale that he gave to uh, Sir Leon and the other knights the yesterday, as their faces have all broken out into like horrifying boils. Um, that guys assures them are permanent and uh, are only going to <laughs> they're get incredibly looking. itchy. Oh, oh my yeah, god! He's, he's like, oh, I guess the maddening induced itching hasn't started yet, and they're like, the what? He's like, oh yeah, the itching that'll make you go crazy with how painful it is. The I'm sorry, uh, what? That that hasn't kicked in yet. Which point they're like, listen, Gaius, please, please help there us. There has to be a cure. I'll pay anything. And Gaius anything. is like, mm, that's what I like to hear. Perfect. Uh, um, and is outdone by this as he goes and returns his newfound gold into his treasure pile. Uh, and then starts licking some of the gold that he already has that Merlin has spiked with poison as him and Gwen wait in the wing. Um, he, uh falls down um Gaius Gaius starts dying goblin leaves goes into x-ray form um freaks out Gwen as Gwen goes to give Gaius the antidote um Gwen falls into a table uh knocks the antidote into a bunch of other vials which uh uh-oh you clumsy bitch <laughs> sure this is going to be fine Gwen you clumsy bitch <laughs> Uh, at which point Goblin goes back into gob- horrifying CGI Goblin mode. Um, Merlin tells it to get back in the box. And Goblin's like, no, I don't want to. You'll um, never put me back in the box. And then at one point, Merlin gobbles the Goblin. Yep. Goblin D's Goblins. goblins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Guys, we're losing strength. I can feel it. <laughs> I can see the finish line, and so my body is just like giving up. I can feel the strength being lost with every more uh, word. Uh, he spits the goblin back into the case, seals it. That's done. Oh no, gotta go find the antidote. They rummage around for legitimately a minute, all while Gaius is like dying on the floor. Uh, they as, give him as, as we learned as we learned from this episode. Merlin is a quitter. Yes. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, oh, no. they give Gaius the antidote, and oh, hey, he lives. Uh, we get a scene where Merlin is pardoned, because uh, hey, oh, look, there's the goblin in the chest, and Uther is terrified of it. 
Because he's like, don't make me fart again. I can't fart like that again. Uther Uther is rightfully terrified of this goblin. Honestly, if I'm Uther, I don't know why I don't go, okay, sorry, this thing will fuck up any kingdom it's in and just wants to hoard their gold. Cool. Let me launch this into the next country. Let me... Let me launch this into Senrit's territory. Like, let me fuck with this thing so badly. Maybe they can it can infect the king and then we'll be done. Like, have we not considered the option of magical creatures as weapons of mass destruction? Like, just I, lure um... a unicorn into Senrit and have them kill the unicorn. The kingdom <laughs> will be starved by plague. Well, that's not really the unicorn doing it, right? That's the fucking unicorn guy who shows up and then curses you. <laughs> That's the well. He's acting on behalf of the unicorns, which is fucked up. Exactly. That the unicorn has legal representation. <laughs> he's just a very good lawyer. He also represents the squirrels from time to time. It's a real. It's a real shame that the unicorns get legal representation, have like have rights to that. But you know who doesn't? The peasants. Do you see Merlin with a tr- with a lawyer? You know who doesn't? Anyone that Gwen likes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, and then um, I guess at some point, like, oh, I guess you were possessed by a goblin, and we were saying this earlier, Morgana looks kind of like, and I don't know if she's suspicious that, like, Gaius remembers him saying, like, oh, I know you're evil, you sneaky bitch, or if she's like, oh, but then maybe Merlin does have magic kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know which way they're supposed to lean on that, and I was confused by it. And so I'm yeah. giving this episode a 1.5. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then they just got to lock it up and Merlin starts sneaking around undoing all the goblins' magic, except for the fact that he leaves Arthur to sound like a donkey for at least one more day. Well, just just a little part. Just like he's got he, just when he's it. laughing. Yeah. I was expecting more of like a snorting hee-haw, but just the general hee-haw is good as well. Yeah, the braying is, is quite good. Um, Which is also what Merlin says, because he's just like, to Gaius, it's quite it's, good, isn't it? It's too good to not have happen. Uh, but yeah, that that's this fantastic, perfect episode. Um, yeah. Uh, quick behind the scenes. Apparently, Bradley James, who plays Arthur, uh, took the donkey scenes extraordinarily seriously to the point oh, where... We forgot refused... to mention, we didn't oh. talk about furry Arthur that much. Oh yeah, no, I was very into that. I damn it, I was gonna be like, this is when we find out Gwen's a furry. Shit, yeah, she like strokes his ears and he loves it. Um, Uh, but yeah, apparently Bradley James uh separated himself from the cast, refused to speak to anyone, uh, until the shot was uh done, until the scene was done in order to stay focused, and he watched nothing but videos of donkeys on YouTube. what (laughs) to the point of he took it so seriously um the actress playing gwen angel colby said she laughed hysterically almost every time they went to shoot (laughs) because he took it so seriously dude why (laughs) (laughs) um this apparently was a hard episode for all of them to film uh (laughs) anthony anthony stewart head um also had it where apparently um obviously he was wearing a bald cap uh, for the scene where Uther was just slapping his head. Um, <laughs> and because of the sounds the slapping was making against the like bald cap, he was finding it very, very difficult not to just start laughing in all of those in all of that scene. 
Yeah. Just incredible. I really like Merlin fighting the CGI goblin as well. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is a very fun episode. Um, it was viewed by 6.22 million people. So up from last week, because I guess it didn't go up against the X Factor. So Ooh. they got some of their viewership back. And only received a 7.9 on IMDb. So that's which, lower. <laughs> this is the lowest rated episode of the season so far. One and two oh, had 8.2 no. and 8.3. Um, so it's not that is, far below. This is not anywhere close to being the lowest rated episode ever. I think the lowest episode on IMDb is at a 7.4. And I think that was Beauty and the Beast Part 1. <laughs> Because <laughs> no, we gave oh, that no, like four and a half. <laughs> oh, that is why are we children? <laughs> to be fair, though, this episode fucking fantastic. Yes, uh, 100% David. What fantastic. is your rating, and why is it a five? My rating is a four point five because this is a fucking good episode, and there's a shocking amount of plot continuity and important plot moments. <laughs> what seems like a nonsense episode um yeah this is this is actually just an insane like breath of fresh air this was so fun um (laughs) we we i think like all of us like saw the like next time on merlin sort of thing for this episode and got excited and this did not disappoint david and i Um, saw it and we both went oh my god it's going to be good and it exceeded (laughs) expectations it was better somehow they made it better than that (laughs) than their little teaser it was great um but yeah just excellent comic like comedic relief just a great episode um i like i don't know i'm struggling between a four and a half and a five uh i think this is legitimately going to be a five though um for me like i we'll see maybe something tops this at some point merlin but this feels like peak merlin uh i'm I'm going to copy the weird thing to say this like this is one of the i think the the only episode so far where it has been fun pretty much from start to end. Because we open with fucking Jeffrey, and we end with Arthur braying like a donkey. Like, what more do you want? Can't believe Jeffrey's also in this banger <laughs> of an episode. And we barely talked about Jeffrey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Ugh. shows up later in the episode and is like, Gaius, my leg hurts. And Goblin Gaius is like, yeah, it would hurt when you gotta lug around that big old fucking stomach. You should lose some weight. <laughs> wait, loser? <laughs> and Jeffrey looks so hurt. <laughs> the Goblin's insults are so good because like, he comes back from drinking and Merlin's like, oh, you don't look so well. And Gaius is like, I'm hungover. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a good episode. <laughs> Yeah, I give it a five. No one dies in this episode. Everyone's happy. Just, it's just a good episode. No one dies. Um, Merlin gets imprisoned, but it's for for fun reasons. Just, it's a good episode. Shocking amounts of callbacks. Just insane amounts of callbacks. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Um, do do we even have anything else, or is this just time? I think good that's episode. It. I think that's yeah. everything. We're, we we I feel like we've gone pretty late as well with the record. Yeah. David, so, get us out of here. <laughs> oh my god, no, I got one more thing. Oh, what? Oh, wait. Can anyone guess who voiced the goblin while he was in, like, CG goblin mode? John Hurt. Nope. <laughs> You're shockingly close, though, wait, in terms I? of- Is it one of, of the doctors? Of British- Matt like, Smith? 
No, Mark Williams, also known as Arthur Weasley. (laughs) Oh my god. He did also appear in Doctor Who. God, as did. the father of Rory, oh, shit. Right, they got God. fucking Arthur Weasley to voice a goblin. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ron, don't take my car. <laughs> Look it at got these batteries. Better. This episode somehow got better. I got stitches. What a crazy idea, David. How are you only <laughs> giving this a four and a half? <laughs> Listen, I, ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you want me to know. up you to a five? No. No, 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 no. Keep, keep it at the four and a half, David. I understand. I I can't give it a five. A five is incomprehensible to give. It really is. It's it, it's very hard for me to give a five, is all I'll say. But I don't think I'm going to see better Merlin than this. Like I think in terms of Merlin, this is going to be a five. I agree. All right, take us out, Nick. All right. No, No, it's it's me. me. Oh, take us (laughs) out, I tried to start it, and you went, no, one more thing. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all so much for listening to this extra-long episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral, where we're tired and we're having a good time, and I still don't have a fucking ditto, but (laughs) (laughs) besides the point, uh, if you liked what you listened to, uh, you can definitely let us know. Give us a five-star review on your podcasting service of choice. Or, like, send us an email or tweet us. You can email us at forsaf at gmail.com, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at forsaf. Um, for as long as, I guess, Twitter is still a thing and alive. Um, in that case... Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. My brain turned off. You okay there? My Outro? brain turned off. Uh, did I say everything? I think so. Oh no! Outro. Get out of here, Our intro and outro music is "The Butterfly Kid on the Mountain" by Slunch. I uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me. 